Hello and welcome back to another episode from With Love from Seattle. Were you ever involved in a relationship or maybe you are in a relationship that feels one moment hot and the next moment cold? What about the realization of not wanting to be intimate with anyone, but there is a desperate craving for affection? If this sounds like you or someone you may know, stay tuned with me tonight. We are all aware of the attachment styles available. They're plastered all over social media and Google. What about the one that says about the fearful avoidant attachment style? As Katy Perry sings, because you're hot and then you're cold, you're yes and then you're no, you're in and then you're out, you're up and then you're down, you're wrong when it's right, it's black and it's white, we fight, we break up, we kiss, we make up, you don't really want to stay, but you don't really want to go. The fearful avoidant attachment is a combination of feeling super anxious and avoidant all at the same time. Those who identify with this attachment style may be nodding their heads in this very moment. These, this type of attachment style is reluctant to engage in a close relationship, yet they have a dire need to be loved by everyone or at least the people that they're in a relationship with. We know that our attachments to relationships are a direct reflection of our earliest experiences as children or young adults with our caregivers or other influential relationships in our lives. When our primary network of secure connections seems to be threatened by an absence of consistent love, attention, care, and affection, we begin to tell ourselves a story that sounds something like everyone will eventually leave us and abandon us too. So what is the point of holding on? This story can be very scary to live with in relationships, especially when your partner is exhausted trying to convince you that you are absolutely secure with them. In other words, what we're trying to say is, a child who is afraid of their caregiver finds a desperate need for comfort, but has too early learned that trust and reliance are questionable and inconsistent. And as adults, we may believe and fear that love is conditional and that we may get hurt if we commit to our partners. Here are a few telltale signs of the fearful avoidant attachment style. There is very poor responding to any negative emotion. So the moment that your partner tells you, I need a break, you may interpret that as absolutely chaotic and might throw what we call an adult temper tantrum. You also may have a very negative view of yourself. You may tell yourself something like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, I'm stupid, I'm worthless, I think I've already mentioned that. There's a sense of shame that continues to rowl up inside of you. There is also a perception that other people and supports are not in your favor. There is a very high number of having sexual partners or there may be quite a bit of compliance around sexuality. So for example, when asked for sex, you're more likely to say yes 
as opposed to saying no when your body's really demanding that no. There is an elevated sense of anxiety. And lastly, as mentioned earlier, there is a fear of intimacy or fear of being in close relationships. Now, we're absolutely not doomed or gloomed. A little insight goes a long way, but insight is not the sole antidote to healing attachment wounds, and neither is time. Lingering unresolved trauma may perpetuate relationship difficulties such as chronic communication, inability to express vulnerable emotions such as fear or pain, relationships may end prematurely, and arguments may be on an incline to absolute disaster. Here is a suggested antidote, not exclusive to healing trauma wounds. Consider the need for a calm nervous system. There is a direction to shift our mindset from reactive to responsive, which is crucial to repairing attachment wounds lingering within. While this technique is so much easier said than done, like everything else is in life, it is one of the gateways to rebuild, repair, secure attachment with ourselves and others. Another worthy antidote is to secure attachment is to hit pause pre and during conflict or potential conflict. Because remember, in that fearful avoidant attachment, there is a great fear of displeasing people. So we may be avoidant of conflict, which is completely unhealthy and only perpetuates a need to people please. Listen, no one likes conflict, including myself. It makes me physically sick. My stomach turns. I begin this random conversation with myself about how awful the conversation will pan out when in reality, all I need to do is take a chill pill. As I remind myself of my own flaws and of the need to hit pause, I automatically notice that my nervous system begins to approach a state of calm because in reality there is absolutely nothing threatening my security in real time. I remind you as I remind myself, families are not are given, not chosen. A lack of secure attachment is never a child's fault. Relationships will forever be hard no matter who you choose, your partner for life. And Bonnie and Clyde are not examples of healthy relationships. So let's put that ride or die idea on the side. We may experience ongoing triggers that may disrupt our sense of peace. I invite you to consider your options because suffering should never be the primary option. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend. Until next time, with love.